What is going on, AJ here? Just wanted to give a quick disclaimer because, you know, due to these quarantine-style remote recordings that we're doing from one another to keep each other safe and such, we're going to have audio hiccups here and there. I know that there's been a couple in past episodes. There's going to be a couple in this one and probably in episodes to come every now and then. I know when I'm listening to some of my favorite podcasts that are doing remote recordings right now, similar things are going down, you know, whether it's like connection issues, little things like that. It's the internet. It's not perfect but you know what we're doing the best we can and this is a pretty fun episode to record even though we happen to be pretty sleepy for like the first little bit of it we had to get up quite early for this one so thanks so much for bearing with us we hope you enjoy this episode because it was a fun one we're talking fight club we'll talk to you in just a second All right, welcome to the S2Geek podcast where we talk movies, gaming, comics, and TV shows. Occasionally, we are tired-ass old men. Yeah. I'm AJ, and with me as always is... Peter. <laughs> sleepy, 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 sleepy John. Yeah, this is probably <laughs> the earliest recorded podcast episode to date, I would imagine. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like the earliest we might have done, yeah, it was like 6 or 7 a.m., something like so, that. Yeah. But, hey, man... Uh, we have to take these measures every once in a while. So, um, John, actually, you tweeted this, and then I, I actually saw something about it uh, maybe like a day or two before that, which I think debunks it, I'm pretty sure. But at least it's a rumor that Teen Titans may return for a sixth and final season in fall 2020. Okay. Which seems pretty crazy. But you're saying yeah, it but debunks? I, sh- don't kill my dreams, yeah. AJ. That's so early. I, I know. I don't want to kill anyone's dreams because it's a freaking awesome show. And this is like Teen Titans, Teen Titans, not, not Go, correct? Yeah. Well, then I'll do oh, it. Yeah. It was bullshit. <laughs> there you go. There <laughs> it, you go. It, was, it was a prank. It's okay. It doesn't really hurt my feelings. I, I can care less. It was a great show, and it would have been cool to see another season, but meh. Right. Man. <laughs> was that on DC Universe at any point? I think no. It, mm, that's a good question. I wonder if they would, considering it's affiliated with like a whole other network channel and stuff like that. I, I honestly don't know because did both series air on Cartoon? That's network? what I was gonna say. Didn't the original Teen Titans air on like Channel Five on like Warner Brothers, or was it always Cartoon oh. Network? Pretty sure it was. Always Cartoon Network. You sound not very confident. Because I remember there was... <laughs> yeah, my memory's foggy. I remember there was an episode of... Um, do you guys remember Static Shock? Yes. Of course. That was a that was definitely Channel 5. Yeah. There was right? an episode of Static Shock where he go, he gets flung to the future into like the Batman Beyond universe. And he even asks, where's Robin? And old man Batman is like, he's with the Titans. You'll meet them eventually or some shit. Yeah. But then he never did. Kids WB. <laughs> it, it says Kids WB. Cartoon Network, comma, Kids WB. Cool. And apparently, okay. if you have HBO Max, Teen Titans is on that. Yes, the original run. That's what I'm thinking of. There we go. That's where it is. I know it was out there somewhere. That's pretty tight. I mean, that's five seasons worth on HBO Max. I, it would be really fun to grind through that show. That would actually be really tight. Maybe we'll have to do, cover a season one of these days. But I imagine I would rather watch season, the, I mean, the live action. What's that? I would rather watch the, the live action. Oh, I see. I see. On uh, on what's Macaulay? HBO, um, DC Universe, where, wherever they are at now. I mean, they're <laughs> like their comic books. They keep resetting their 
they're all over the place. No, it's so true. It's so true. Oh God, I completely regret even searching. Oh, whoa, that's kind of weird. I regret even searching Teen Titans because what looks like it might be official art is like kind of pervy. And I'm just gonna go away from this web page now. Never mind. It was like Raven in like a skimpy outfit. It just was not fun to know. You bookmarked it, didn't you? Right now, don't, don't lie. You bookmarked <laughs> I it. I might have closed it, but I did. I bookmark it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, incognito mode. You know it. VPN on. Right. Oh God. Um, this episode sponsored by whatever VPN. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So, um, Peter, you actually posted about this recently. That Umbrella Academy season two trailer had launched. I have not watched it. Did you guys watch? No. It? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Thoughts, feelings. I thought arousals. I think. Thank you for bringing that up, AJ, because I completely forgot that that happened. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Uh. I did don't you, remember did you it. Forget because it was underwhelming. No, I <laughs> forgot because it was. I saw the trailer like immediately after waking up one day, and that was like a week ago, and I don't even remember what the trailer looked like. Oh God! You just remember it was a great start to a podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> First one was we a know hoax. about stuff. Second thing, I can't even remember. What's gotcha. the third subject? I don't care. Let's just say it. <laughs> right, right. But still, I mean, if, if <laughs> at least to give the, the show some credit, we did appreciate season one on Netflix pretty much or to a fair degree, I like to say. I'm excited I for the second season. Well, that. okay. So yeah. the one thing I remember about the trailer is that it is indeed... The, you remember at the end of the first season, they like all turned to kids for a second. And so I thought like... or. I wasn't sure if they were going to be kids in the next season, mm-hmm, right. but they're very much not. They're themselves. It feels like the reset they're button has kind of been hit so. here too, because didn't what's her face? Um, the rumor lady, didn't she like get her throat cut and she couldn't talk? Well, she can talk again. Oh, interesting. Oh. So yeah, that's I'll happening. I look to seeing what the explanation behind that will be. Cool. So we'll get some answered questions. I guess obviously. I don't know. Oh yeah, that, that awesome it's thing. it's slowly coming back to me as my brain cells are awakening. Yeah. Um <laughs> so so it seems like the plot of this season, I don't know, I'm kind of worried. The the comedy and whatnot st- still seems pretty good. Uh Klaus is my favorite. He's fucking hilarious. Of course. And but but the plot is they somehow brought the apocalypse with them back in time, so they still only have like I think 7 days before the world ends or some oh. some bullshit like that. Okay. Which which kind of has oh, me a bit worried because it feels like we're retreading the same water. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's just I, I would hate for it to take away from what the first season did by rehashing kind of like the same stakes. Yeah. And how do they plan on, I guess, making them stakes again other than just Doomsday all over again? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But hopefully, I mean, if. Uh, hopefully it'll turn out really well. I just don't want to see like a same story, but from a different perspective or who knows? We'll see. Um, like hangover. So something trilogy. that's <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. Uh, the, the second one I remember, I, I never saw the third second one was, I felt like they just kind of wanted to go for raunch factor at that point. Um, hangover two, that is right. I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember caring for it that much. Like there, it was funny, but more so, how can we? How how graphic can we get with this series now? The know. first and second one were pretty much the same. The third one, yeah, I would agree. 
broke the mold a little bit, but for the most part, it was very much the same also. I remember the third one. Okay. It was kind of like, you know that bit in Austin Powers where they're always like, boobs, these characters are just, you know, they, they do that thing where they say dirty words and they keep cutting from one person to another. And then in the third one, Ozzy Osbourne is like, these are the same jokes from the other movies. It's kind of like that, except it's the whole movie. <laughs> I see. It's the same jokes, wow. the same fucking beats, everything. Jesus. Just different area of the world. Gotcha. They're globetrotters now. All right. Uh, well, something that maybe won't be, at least in my mind, like the I, <laughs> probably more important to our group of friends and not the greater world of video gaming, but um, the Wolf Ranger finally dropped in Battle for the Grid yesterday, and I, I thought that was pretty hype. I played him for like a whole five seconds, and it was fun. I had a really good time in training mode. He's kind of a crazy character. He is like his combat style is based off like Muay Thai kind of style, hmm. kind of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as well. It's kind of cool to look at. It's kind of cool to look at. He uses, uses like his joints for for like damaging like his elbows and knees, stuff like that that you would see in mixed martial arts. It's pretty tight and his okay. combo capability is really fun too. Kind of good damage from what I remember anyway. He looks interesting. Uh, I watched a few combo videos with him, and there's already like a super easy dinosaur infinite <laughs> with that character. Of course, there is. Right, right, most definitely. I, yeah, I mean, it's like one thing I do appreciate over and over and over. Really? Yes. Sounds broken as hell already, but I'm. That just means we're gonna have to patch him eventually. Well. We'll see, because every a lot of characters in that game are oh really broken. Oh my god, anyway. Quantum Ranger still Sen seems broken. <laughs> really? Post-patch? It seems oh, like god. it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt at all. Um, so, so Blue Ranger, he got kind of buffs. I think his health either stayed the same or went a little bit lower like a lot of other characters. He has a little bit more forward momentum as well nowadays. And I'm trying to think of what... Oh, and then like his like, bolt attack is like more combo combo a bull if you will so that's kind of nice but otherwise he's probably not going to be as good as everyone else till blue maybe i'll dude. be wrong i hope so bottom tier blue dude mm -hmm. yep <laughs> it's lonely by yourself at the bottom <laughs> it's so sad <laughs> but um when going back to wolf ranger real quick so i did actually like playing with him because from what i noticed every one of his standing normals actually has him move across the screen toward the opponent, which can actually be pretty helpful, I imagine. So it's kind of cool to see, like, he's built to continue pressure in all sorts of fun ways. And I imagine adding an assist to lock down with that would just be even more ridiculous. I look forward to seeing what the hell he can do. Like, probably working the opponent to the corner easily and then keeping them stuck there. I don't know. It seems pretty broken, but it, it seems like a lot of fun. I, I'm not looking forward to playing against that character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> not at all well, I, I think it's okay that they made him pretty broken at least he seems that way for all we know maybe he'll be ass once people break what everyone else is now capable of but it's kind of cool dude. that they just made hey right except for blue dude he's still playing catch up <laughs> but um he's like that slow kid in pe class <laughs> well, what the hell did you guys bring to the table this week please More news. oh we had two different things oh god Wait, what? I don't even hear what you said. Oh, I said X-Men turned 20 today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or yes, it was it yesterday. yesterday. The 14th? The original oh, X-Men cool. movie turned 20. That's how old we are, guys. We're officially boomers. 
We're officially boomers. That's how that works. We somehow traveled back in time and changed our our birth dates. We are now boomers. Yeah, and then I saw a tweet from Hugh Jackman, and he said that they asked them to get ripped for that first movie in three weeks. So pretty crazy to see what little bit of muscle he was able to put on in just three weeks. Yeah. That's freaking crazy. I haven't seen these pictures, though. That's really? funny. I've always wondered that. Because, like, you look at the first X-Men movie, and they try to make him look all hulked out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it's just, it's just he just looks like a regular man with pointy hair. <laughs> He's like a slight, like, a dude that maybe benches once a week, if that, you yeah. know? No, and then he like was, true definition. He was super buff in Old Man Logan, right? Was is that the one? Oh, Logan. He's, he's been super buff in everyone since the first one. Yeah, but I mean Hell more yeah. shredded, like more ripped. <laughs> like yeah, wasn't he a little? He, wasn't he a little? I don't want to say fat, but he didn't have a six pack in the original X Men. No, no, he did not. He had you could see ab definition, but not like now where it looks like he can like I don't know. You could break your fist punching him in the stomach or right. something like that. <laughs> nah, but yeah, he 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 clearly looked to be at like his optimum peak, like in Logan. Probably the only thing that I feel like would maybe psychologically detract from the appearance of how Buffy is is the fact that he looks a little older or quite a bit older in that movie. But still, like he's like he I can't believe how far he pushed his body in all of those films. Like seriously, Jesus, I don't know. Hopefully, at least for like first class, since he was just wearing like a leather jacket, if I remember correctly in that movie, I guess maybe he got to let himself go a little bit and rest for a year. But (laughs) Jesus, dude, I just don't understand how like a man his age was able to keep up with something like that. But it seemed like he was just extremely passionate about it, which I'm sure is enough to feel him. But like (laughs) it, it just goes to show if an older gentleman like he can do that i mean one he's a crazy australian though so yeah, he, he has he, he has that natural strength there Crikey. but at the same time if he can do it i i think that we can be inspired to do so as well jesus that's I the plan that's the plan wait until i'm in my nice. 40s get ripped dang it bus profit was he only in his <laughs> 40s when he when logan came out i, I thought have he no was idea. like early 50s i'm probably under you should look it up i'm, I'm honestly to. not sure but I- if I had to guess, I would say like 48, 52, something like that, maybe. But yeah, I did see that. Yeah, those are now um, what Days of Future Past is on Disney Plus now and all that, as was mentioned. So that's kind of exciting. It's like, hey, we didn't forget about X-Men and we still want to get people to come over to our platform, our streaming service. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, I'm sure a lot of people are speculating. Does this mean X-Men? Does this mean X-Men? Mutants, mutants, mutants in the MCU. But I mean, not probably officially for a long time it just now. means it's the 20 year anniversary of x-men yeah it's 47 by the way. That. he was 47 okay yep. there you go it's pretty awesome jesus i don't know how you don't slow down at that point but he deserves because you're getting paid a, millions a of dollars yeah. and he has a personal trainer and probably a cook and you know all that millions stuff. of dollars like peter said yeah i mean honestly as far as I, how I feel about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, it's going to be really hard for people of our generation to accept anyone else, I feel. But who knows? I mean, if good casting is good casting and there's some new kid on the block eventually, then that would be great. But, I mean, I just feel like they're definitely the quintessential actors for that role, for now anyway. I just feel like that's going to be our one of our other boomer moments one day 
is when all of a sudden we're like, no, they're not as good as the original. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that will happen. Uh, Although yeah, I, I think it, Chris it, Evans, I think Chris Evans is gonna be Captain America for like another ten to fifteen years, even if he's just showing up random, like for a few seconds in a movie. Right. I did watch um, an Actors on Actors episode. Um, that's it's like a cool little YouTube series on there. Um, and it was Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans chatting together. And she pretty much asked him, like, so what are your feelings on coming back? And he was like, I mean, he pretty much gave the same answer that Robert Downey Jr. did to Joe Rogan, which was that, I mean, it seemed it would be fun. But at the same time, I'm not going to do it without good reason, like without it making proper sense. Without enough the, money to the actual cinematic universe. Yeah, it, it's What's money. That? It's, it's, it's <laughs> money is what they're saying. I want more money. <laughs> sure. If they were to offer a billion dollars, they're going to take the billion dollars, whether it makes sense or not. That's a good point. I mean, and at the end of the day, it's, it's comic book movies. So how much sense did, does it really have to didn't make? Didn't Robert Downey Jr. make like millions for only being in the Spider-Man movie for like 15 minutes? Wasn't there that probably. whole thing? I, I, I almost want to venture to say he was the highest paid actor in that movie, because, even for just that small bit of the role. Uh, I can't tell you for sure, but I I want to say that I read that somewhere. I don't know if anyone can fact check that, but that would be interesting to find out. So speaking um, of please Marvel stuff, you just reminded me, AJ. Uh, did you guys hear that Florence Pugh, the of 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 Midsummer fame and something else I don't remember, um, she might be taking over the role as a as Black Widow. She might be like the one kind of filling the shoes of 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 uh, Scarlett Johansson. I didn't know that. That's kind of apparently crazy, neither did Scarlett. Jo- she's in the Black Widow. Apparently neither, neither did Scarlett Johansson. Oh. She was asked about it, and she was like, "What? I don't. Not okay." <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Well, I mean, she knows her. Where, where, she character's her, dead. Her, her she's character's not butter or anything. Yeah. But right, like, but it's oh, like that's if true. I, I didn't I mean, know about it. No, no, that's true. But I mean, that's also probably not the biggest excuse that your character died because at the same time captain america got old spoiler alert <laughs> iron man blew himself up spoiler alert you know so for them just to say uh you know she sacrificed herself for the stone nah we won't bring her back though i mean granted, maybe her character isn't as prolific as the other two mentioned but at the same time it seems kind of cheap on disney and marvel's part to not include her but i mean maybe she's just not into the role anymore either you know, they can't bring her back. Have that much enthusiasm. They well, I can. guess they can. They did it with Nebula. They, they can do it however they want. Yeah, but more, in the, at the end of the day, they'll do whatever they want exactly. So, Peter, you're right. Oh, but no. yeah, that 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 would kind of suck. But at the same time, Florence Pugh is pretty awesome. She's a cool actor. Why would it suck? I think it's fine. She's already. Dead. I, I just like Scarlett Johansson. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. The I, moment she came into play what was her first appearance was Iron Man two. Yes, is that right? The worst. Yes. The worst movie the worst. in the MCU. <laughs> Get my bird. Um, but that's that's a one thing that sticks out in my mind in that movie. That for, end. If it wasn't for Sam Rockwell, that I would just I would boycott that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell's great, especially in that hearing where they're showing like the robotic suits and they're like twisting and killing like the people inside them. Dude. And he's like, yeah. "Oh no, I mean, we're just still a testing that, phase." That guy's okay, by the way. He's, like, he's just, fine. <laughs> <laughs> his 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 charisma makes that movie at least pretty tolerable i would say i mean rdj is good for what he was given but at the same time yeah i mean it's 
Thank God for Sam Rockwell in that movie. Yep. For sure. Fun fact, Sam Rockwell, his first movie was the original live-action TMNT. Whoa. What did he... He's play? in it for like five seconds. <laughs> he, he, he's the guy who like offers the kids cigarettes at that like teenage hangout. <laughs> nice. Wow, nice. And then, I think, nice. and then I think nice. towards the end, he's the one that yells at Casey Jones. He's like, we're, we're a family here. And yeah, I don't know. Wow. And then he got jumped by McGruff, the crime-fighting dog. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, don't smoke I don't know. cigarettes. There's some there's some precedent for Florence or for for her character. I believe she's playing Yolanda, last name I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> who's basically a Black Widow, and yeah. I, I don't think she's ever officially taken the mantle of Black Widow in the comic books, but she essentially has. Like she filled in the role as like the Russian super spy. So. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense then to, to to the universe. I mean, if she's going to play that character in the Black Widow film whenever we get to see that movie, then yeah, why not? I'm, I mean, I'm sure we're going to grow to like the character a lot. And knowing Marvel and Disney, I'm sure they made, I, I would imagine they made sure to make her like a super likable character for the foreseeable future, you know? Yeah. That way we can kind of more easily accept her role in the future, whatever that will be, if it is in fact the Blue Black Widow. But yeah, yeah. that's pretty tight. I don't think um, they ever call officially call her the Black Widow in the movies anyway. She's just she's just it's, it's probably one of those things like she's a sneaky as <clears throat> a black widow. You're like right. they, like, like they never call Hawkeye Hawkeye. Mm. They never did. It's like one of it's like one of those cute little things, like I said, like nice shooting Hawkeye, something like that. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? Well that was an endgame and he that was him talking to his daughter. There you go. Yeah, ex- thank you. Thank and then you. I there think in so, like cute nods and then i think in avengers he's referenced as the hawk like somebody like joking oh, oh really jokingly calls him the hawk like, almost mockingly even mm. i see i see and then he just switches just to ronin but do, do they even use the phrase Ro- or the name ronin in endgame at all no no like when he's like slicing through gangsters and and all that no never no. once interesting okay yeah a lot of them don't really have that i mean yeah what I think Iron Man, Captain America, Spider Man. I can't really think of that many people. I guess that everyone calls Hulk Hulk. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny how they choose to do it with some characters, but not with others. I wonder what the, why what, why they do that. Interesting. I do not know. Um. So one thing I wanted to get into with some anime news, real quickly, just because I think at some point at least Ugh. all of us probably watched. Is this it anime. better than Gurren <laughs> I would say it's definitely more well known than Gurren Lagann, and that's Inuyasha. So, as of the recording of this episode, then yesterday, the uh, set one Blu-ray actually came out, July fourteenth. That is, um, and it's kind of just cool. It, set one, I guess, kind of just covers twenty-seven episodes of the original anime, and it, they kept it in like the original aspect ratio as well, and. The reason why that's kind of important for any, I guess, like, I guess, true anime fans out there, the diehards and all that stuff, the diehards, the tryhards, all that. A lot of a lot of anime fans appreciate like older anime in particular being represented in its original aspect ratio, which in this case is four by three or whatever, because there have been times, say, like for Dragon Ball Z, as an example, whenever they do like high definition remasters of that it ends up actually stretching the image but but you end up missing a lot of footage from that like some of the like each film cell does not show the complete picture which a lot of people get upset about and so apparently 
for Dragon Ball Z in particular, there is like a, a DVD set that exists that has the, the original true aspect ratio, but it's worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like some strange, crazy collector's item. And so apparently they just wanted to make sure to, to avoid all that by making sure the original aspect ratio is intact. We'll see if that really ends up being the case. But it's kind of cool, though. It's 40 bucks for 27 episodes on Blu-ray, which is kind of reasonable, I suppose. But I thought about it, and, and after doing some research, the original run before that final act season, what was that called? Was that what it was called? The final, final act, act John? I think so, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So not including that, which was like an additional almost 30 episodes or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, it would be 167 episodes, which would then, Jesus. if they do like 20, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that that anime. Long. No, that sounds I, right. <clears throat> I want to say it seemed reasonable to me because whenever I would take the time to watch it on like Adult Swim or Toonami, what have you, it would more often than not, I would not watch the same episode twice when in like, a random sitting so i guess so but if they do choose to do like 27 episodes per set it's going to be like a six set collection so mm -hmm. it's, it gets a little pricey at yeah. that point probably like 240 by the end of it especially since i guess the final act blu-ray already exists out there which i think is actually relatively cheap like 30 bucks 20 bucks which is pretty reasonable i feel but i thought that was neat though it's kind of cool that they're like we didn't forget about the series that everyone loves and i want to say it's because that is re it just now celebrated an anniversary for itself as well i don't know how long maybe 30 years old something like that because it's an old anime right oh yeah super old i mean yeah, when i was I in high school it was out <laughs> right right i mean but even then it wasn't even its, its original run at that point no like like you could tell it definitely had like that gundam wing sailor moon kind of era art style to it it had like very classic anime look whereas i mean as opposed to now where things are a lot, typically a lot more bright and colorful. Well, it certainly had that resolution. Do, do you guys have the same yeah. issue? I don't know if it's an issue, but the same, have you guys noticed this the same way that I have? Where, you know when you were a kid and you would watch something that was new at the time and you'd be like, this looks amazing. And then you'd see something from 10 years ago and be like, that looks like shit. Like there's a noticeable difference in quality, a very noticeable <laughs> difference. And then you go back to the 90s now and watch the shit from there and you're like, I thought this was good at one point. This looks like, like, right. it's hard to tell. Like, it, it looks indifferent from the shit from the 80s at this point. Like, just quality wise, it looks the, the exact fucking same to me. Agreed. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, if I may, what comes to mind right off the bat, as far as something that actually holds up pretty damn well, in my opinion, would be like Jurassic Park, The Matrix. Those, well, those all effects, get, well, well, they all get yeah. like retouched up and like remastered and whatnot. As far as the resolution True. is concerned, I think the actual special effects, you were right, they, they do hold up. Oh, but the resolution itself, sure, sure. Like, I feel like they weren't able to bring out as many like dark, rich blacks, and also like the actual colors don't pop as much from back then, anyway. It's more muted, if anything. I think I a do lot of agree. things were back then. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I guess that's when they didn't really have HD cameras back then. I mean, HD had been a thing for a long time, but at the same time, it's not, it was underutilized. Well, have it, also just not high definition developed. back then was like 480. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah, right? Yeah, I forgot so, about that. You'd see that on TVs 480, 720, mm -hmm. and then 1080. Yep. Mm -hmm. I remember the first HD. TV I my family owned it was 
it didn't even go to 1080p it went up to 1080i which is like like a half step quite literally a half step below but what what, what what 1080p is essentially so it's kind of interesting yeah like it was definitely a steady process i remember like looking back now and I, maybe we've all done this i don't know but old music videos and not even that old of music videos but like when we were in high school those even like so a lot of them were at like you said like 480p on youtube and stuff like that and nowadays i'm like looking back i'm like oh that looks like shit but back then i thought it was awesome looking mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy like unless yeah. they take take time to remaster it which rarely happens for a music video you know I don't um, think it's, it's kind of crazy to think right i mean maybe for like something prolific like a like a michael jackson music video or something like I'm that i can see them redoing like some things <laughs> probably probably i mean the choreography is fun i guess it has a lot of classic looks. again i'm only talking about resolution specifically resolution yeah everything else sure sure i love thriller <laughs> <laughs> i forget what comedian it was but they were saying <laughs> they pretty much were saying that they li they only listen to like the jackson five era of michael jackson after everything that went down it was pretty fun. I kind of do. Feel, I, 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 I felt weird even bringing it up because it does. There's such a stain on his legacy at this point. It's so. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. It's so I mean, kind of did it to himself, but at the same time, yeah, it is. Allegedly. It is quite stained, you could say. Allegedly. 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 Right. <laughs> well, allegedly, Xbox Series X game event is going to be happening on the 23rd of this month at 9 a.m. That's right. I I'm wait. optimistic as hell. Halo, John, you think? give me Halo. Yes. Halo, yeah, Halo. Make it better than the yeah, last one you guys Halo, showed us, no. please, 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 please. <laughs> right. Their last, I mean, reveal of their third-party games was it was for third-party games, right? And mm -hmm, it was yes. awful. <laughs> it was it a was waste kinda, of time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was quite all. simply a waste of time. Right. I mean, there was, again, there's like one demo I remember where visually it looked spectacular, but again, it was like a 15 second clip and then it was done. And then they left it at that. It was kind of just like a quick teaser that didn't need to happen. Like, it just didn't need to happen the way it did, or they don't, they didn't need to make it as, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I think my biggest disappointment was that they made it a big deal. And then once you saw it, it was like, Oh, that's it great all this production value all this time of like oh yes everyone get together for this huge date because we're going to tease what the future shows and then it was like quite literally that's all it was just a quick teaser of stuff that we didn't even care about franchises we didn't care about i forgot so, i don't remember yeah. which company did this but didn't didn't somebody come out and say like it's going to be the month like of of, of games we're going to be releasing shit every week it's going to be the month of like as a as a replacement for e3 Right. Was that? Do you remember that? Was that Microsoft? No, I, I don't know if it was Microsoft. I think like other well, whoever, news outlets were was, saying that that was the case. Whoever it was, they dropped it immediately. <laughs> like, is that did right. not happen? Right. I, I mean, there have been like small things here and there. Very, very small things. I mean, obviously, the PS5 event reveal was like the biggest thing we've had so far this year, and it's in terms of like showing what next gen is going to be and just like an the closest thing to like an e3 conference that we're that we've gotten so far oh, yeah. and then nintendo has had like little mini directs here and there featuring games oh my god which we'll get into in min, a min. Bit. <laughs> what's that oh yeah min min and smash and yeah smash yeah yep she she looks pretty cool actually i was i was looking at her fighting style it's definitely unique she's annoying to but fight um against. it's so so fucking annoying oh really 
Oh God. Well, it's, it's, every new character um, is kind of annoying to fight against, but she's particularly annoying. <laughs> Not difficult. Well, the way, but oh, really? Okay. Well, I don't know. She's. Is there... I'm sure there's some depth to her, but like you, you play people online, and as with, I don't know. They just try to like, because she's new. They just hope that you're inexperienced with them. Like, is enough for them to win? So they'll just like spam an annoying or OP move, and as long as you're smart, you can. You can fuck that shit up. Go around it, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and the more experience you get against the character, the less of a threat it'll be in the end for you. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Xbox Series X game event. We'll see. This is supposed to be primarily, if not only, first-party first, first, first uh, party games. So, we'll see. I mean, I was impressed with the last time they teased Halo Infinite. It looked really nice. A lot of people were hating on some of the facial recognition of that game, but honestly, for it to have been running in engine in game is I not? I'm sorry, yeah, not even in engine in game. For it to be able to process something like that is pretty impressive. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like. We're talking about but a lot one, of people were like, "What's that?" We're talking about the one where that showed Master Chief actually, right? It showed Master Chief, but it also showed like this guy that was in the ship with him. Yeah, I'm talking about like the, the like the shaggy like dude that was in the ship with him talking to him mm -hmm. he had like a freaky beard and like bloodshot eyes i don't know <laughs> he looked like he was strung out where's a bit, his character. crew right. not that guy's happened where's master chief's crew didn't he in the last Blue one he team? had it he had a, yeah he had his squad back mm -hmm. i don't hmm. remember i beat i beat that game too and i don't remember exactly how, remember? how it ended you, for the team did you even play the story for the last one john no last no. story i played was three Oh. Hmm. And that was because of you guys. Why did I bother? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I personally appreciated the campaign. The campaign is what got the most flack from Halo 5 Guardians, but I personally enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it made Legendary Mode a much easier run, actually. A lot a lot better of an easier run, other than just because the AI teammates can can revive you if you're down you can revive them the only thing is sometimes the ai is really dumb and they can't get to you and it's like well fuck never mind i have to reset this whole checkpoint all over again but otherwise it was a really fun game i thought graphically guardians was beautiful the gameplay was really super fun the story okay maybe it wasn't the most engaging but i mean it's a first person type shooter game i don't know you know what really but it is halo you know what i didn't like about this new halo tr trilogy i guess is i didn't like the new enemies hmm Oh really? Yeah, the, not, the Prometheans. I don't like their. I just it's something about their character design that's so bizarre. It doesn't. It, it almost feels like they don't fit in with the rest of the, the universe. Okay. Like I, 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 I get what they're going for because like it's the weren't the Prometheans like the forerunners? They're like an ancient race or whatever. So like they were the ones that kind of helped build all those weird structures, like the Halo Ring or whatever the fuck. Yeah, essentially. If I'm remembering mm -hmm. that right, so it was a bit more like sleek, sleeker designs, like smooth, uh, smooth edges with like, like plating and whatnot. I don't know, but it just it right. doesn't right. make for an interesting character design. I don't, in my opinion. No, sure, I respect that. I personally do like like the knights, for example. I think those guys look pretty cool, and I feel like they kind of improved the look of them, in, and also the the function of them in Halo Five as opposed to Halo Four. I do like them, especially like one thing I appreciated about five as opposed to four is that whenever you experienced 
a knight coming into play, especially like in higher difficulties, then it was like, oh, fuck, this is actually a big deal because these characters are really fucking buff or these enemies mm. are really buff. And they have like their little weak points, which is kind of made it fun. It was a kind of like a, a fun little puzzle element because like shit, you have the stress of getting fired at and they either will rush you down or they can blow you up from far away. And if you don't hit the weak spot in time, then you're fucking dead, it's, essentially, it's which like I the, thought was really fun. It's like the hunter. Is that what they were called? The hunters from the original trilogy? Hunters. Oh, those really why, hulky. Why do I know that? It would only show up like a few times throughout the campaign. There were like these really hulky things. And you had to like shoot them mm -hmm. in the back of the neck. Yes, the, they had like the large plasma cannons. Yeah, and the big shields. And they were they, like just whack you. Fun fact: they were actually those those creatures, if you want to call them, were actually like a bunch of worms in a suit. That's real. Mm -hmm. That's canon. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of <laughs> weird that that was actually the case. Like, <laughs> how? I, I mean, they were it, they were they were a bunch of, of earthworm gyms, basically. <laughs> Just give them a suit and they do the rest. Mm -hmm. They work it out. They'll fill it out just fine. I yeah. I mean, I maybe I, I, I'm getting to the uh, the nerd worms and all that. I don't know. Getting to the in, into the thick of it. But I it, I guess in the terms of like Halo lore, I would like to think that maybe when the Covenant discovered that race, because essentially they just take over races and convert them to their religion. Correct. That's what the Covenant was. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. It seemed much. I didn't read the books, but it seemed like fun. Right, right. I, I don't know. I remember like a few, maybe like five years ago, I sat down at a Barnes and Noble pre-COVID, and um, <laughs> I sat down and read like the first two chapters. No, you broke of into what, a, a closed down Barnes and Noble, and you said, "Continue." Exactly. Yes, and I didn't wear my mask, of course. Mm -hmm. Wear a fucking typical mask, AJ. Any. <laughs> anyway um and, and I, I read like the first couple chapters of what at the time was the latest halo book it was actually really really cool which one I was appreciated that it. it i don't remember what the title was but it started off with like a young boy inspired by master chief it was actually pretty neat okay yeah and it was one. like it was like him living on his planet and with a family and he wanted to tr he pretty much wanted to train to become like the next spartan a, a part of the new spartan army essentially i don't know it was pretty cool it was really, really tight. I'm probably misremembering I read it quite a bit. I read two of them, but it was fun. But I only remember one. Okay. It was basically Master what, Chief's what like a. Uh, I think. God, God, I don't remember. I think I started oh. to read uh, to read Fall of Reach, and that's the one I didn't uh, finish. Um, okay. I can't for the li life of me remember what the other one was. It was basically Halo uh, Master Chief's like backstory and whatnot. Oh, okay. I th and I think it was spliced into the plot of the first Halo. I can't quite remember. Interesting. Okay, I'd be down to read something like that one day. It actually kind of they're pretty expensive. Fun. Um, I was really into it for a while. Yeah, dude, there's so much lore to this to this series, like so much lore that they just. I, I feel like they pretty much were like, well, we have this entire Bible of like how this story is going to go and like the universe that it, that it encapsulates. So why don't we just sell it also and just give people like more lore behind it all? Which is kind of neat. There are a lot of parallels to Ender's Game as far as Master Chief's backstory is concerned. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Well, Ender, they, Ender's they, Game, the book is... I never saw the movie. It looked like crap. But the book is pretty amazing. I've actually read that one too. Um, and yeah, I think I read it around the same time. So I was like, yeah, did they just rip off Ender's Game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure definitely at least inspired by, right? Yeah. And I, I could totally see that because they take children 
and then that's when like they kind of indoctrinate them into like the Spartan program, right? Pretty much, yep. They basically yeah, kidnap them, really. Up. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Now that I think about it, maybe it wasn't the dreams and aspirations of this kid. Maybe it was that you got. <laughs> now that you mention it, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, my, my Microsoft yeah. thing. So if Halo, f- please, new Halo. That's it's what I want. If I remember the Halo. ending of the Halo Five campaign, didn't Cortana mm-hmm. like go full, full Skynet and she like attacked everybody <laughs> or something, or like she did, she, she was like waging war against humanity or something because she. Oh. She fucking lost her mind. So she's the bad guy uh, in the new game? Presumably. The whole I plot of I, the I, fifth I, one was man. to find her because she was, like, she's old. And I guess AI, in this universe, AI deteriorates over time. And so she was kind of losing her fucking mind. And eventually oh. they find her. And she, like, took over the system of the, of the I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, it's all very vague. Right. Yeah, it, it was very vague. But... but I mean, yeah, spoilers for like a five-year-old game now, but if I remember correctly, she did go like full Skynet with her rampancy and everything. And then eventually I think she semi chose to sacrifice her, her data and to, for, for the greater good. And then Chief was like, no, you don't have to do that, Cortana. And she's like, no, but after I love you. And then he was heartbroken by the end of the game because I, I do think she didn't survive. In five? If I remember correctly. I want to say that was the case. I'm pretty. I don't know. We're, we're, she, we're both. Did she live on and survive as the villain? I'm pretty sure that's how it ended. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought for some reason she had died because oh, he was fine. all heartbroken about things. That's pretty cool. But I guess not. I think that happened yeah, in the fourth was... one. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. I can see pretty that. sure that happened that. in the fourth one. Gotcha. Okay. Which so is that, why that's the where the rampancy began. Yeah. Which is why the plot of the fifth one is to find her again because she like did a thing and was like, "Yeah, go, master." I don't know. Somebody will. <laughs> somebody will yell at us. I, I. It's all. This was years ago. I don't remember. Peter. Yeah, yeah. Hit us yes. up. I have to yell at you right now. Okay. You have your mic bag thing on your bat on your mic. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at that. Hello. You did it slow. Right there we go. She done it slow. Yeah, I, I also forgot noise. to change my background like I've been doing for the past few weeks. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I, I like in the Millennium Falcon. It suits you. <laughs> Say tell Chewie we said hello. But, but um, is He's there asleep. anything that Never you feel like Xbox? I know, right? <laughs> um, how can how can Xbox possibly top what Sony did with the PS5 reveal? Halo. Because I don't Halo. know how they can. Halo. Marvel okay. Four. The- Yo, (laughs) that's not going to happen. I've said it before, I'm sure, but Microsoft's first party lineup isn't really that impressive these days. And it's not that extensive, I feel, either. Forza is a pretty big seller that for them. I, it's something that's a franchise I don't give a shit about, (laughs) Um, but but it's it's there. Um, Gears is a franchise I've kind of fallen out of love with ever since they made Judgment. Uh, Halo, like I mentioned, like I don't even, I, 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 I'm having trouble even thinking of what their big IPs are. Right. I mean, I think you named them Halo, <laughs> Gears, and Forza. That's about, that's about it nowadays, you know. Um, which is kind of crazy because I mean, at that point, then I guess they'll just show like you know the big three, and then everything else along the uh, like that's third party after that. I mean, who knows? We will see. I don't think they're going to be able to top 
Sony, which I mean is saddening, but at the same time, it is what it is. However, what Sony showed was partially third party as well. Like just because they showed it at their reveal doesn't mean that it's not going to be coming to Xbox and also PC for that matter, or, or even Switch for that matter also uh, to for some of the games anyway, I imagine. So I don't think it... it I don't think first person or the lack there of first person is going to hurt them that much, but just for them to take the time to make a great presentation, get people excited in their product product again, because I mean, it's weird to see how badly they lost this generation round because I felt like even though the PS3 technically was subpar to the Xbox 360, at least in a popularity contest and just accessibility contest 361, I would say, but I feel like the loss was not as heavily. Wait, we're talking about this generation or the previous one? Kind of just kind of just comparing the, the last two. This current one we're in, I feel like Xbox lost so much harder compared to what the PS3, how the PS3 lost the generation before it. Like I just feel like Xbox just made kind of a, a kind of a soured name for themselves, unfortunately. And I feel like that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, they didn't have a good I start. Know. I don't know if you guys for this next generation. Just, hope, hopefully they do. All I care about is what Nintendo's going to show. <laughs> you know they're going to hit us with some new gimmick of some sort. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, did they. Okay, I'll, I'll bleed into that then. Unless you guys have anything else to say about an Xbox. Not really. Nope. Nope? Okay. Well, I mean, just something I wanted to mention. So they did have like a little mini direct uh, focusing on, a, on like two games. One, Paper Mario and the Origami King, which looks pretty delightful. And then, do you guys remember the game Bakugan at all? Does that ring a bell whatsoever? Wasn't it like an RPG? Like a, it was like a Pokemon-esque thing or something? Yes, sir. To a degree, it was. It was like, a, it was like an afternoon TV show slash like a tabletop game. And then from that tabletop game, because it had like little collectible toys. We, we all, actually, all three of us worked at Target when that game like first launched. To, like on the on the on the west or on the uh, in the western world, if you will. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there were like little orb toys, and then when you threw them out, apparently they became like a creature. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I remember things. those. Yes, they they sold pretty well, and I remember they would go everywhere at Target too. Like little kids would probably open them up, throw them around, and then you'd find the pieces everywhere on the floor and on the shelves. But anyway, um, they're I guess they're trying blades. to. Oh, Beyblades? I remember wanting to get into Beyblades, but I never did. Neither did I. <laughs> never Wasn't that a cartoon also? Forward. Didn't they have a cartoon for that? It definitely had its own anime. That as well. seemed yeah. really... At the time, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! And even I was like, this looks stupid. <laughs> it was pretty nerdy. <laughs> Again, right. being into Yu-Gi-Oh! I thought that was pretty nerdy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... Fair point. I remember being intrigued by Beyblade at the because of the idea of like you can interchange different parts or, or different Beyblades had different like edges to them to kind of trip up your opponent's top. That's all it really was. You were just clashing tops against one another. But I mean, it just seemed like fun, customizable excitement. But ultimately, you're just throwing tops at each other. I don't know. There was no strategy. It looked like, which is why. I, I, Maybe there is, for all I know, but from the outside looking in, it didn't look like there was any strategy. So I was like, "This looks stupid." If I if I want right. to, if I'm going to play a game, I want to be able to strategize, whoop your ass with my blue eyes, and then and then gloat about it. <laughs> oh, and, and, not, and not just leave it up to chance. Was, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wreck your friends, fucking ass for one game and then retire the deck. You know. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck yep. you, AJ. It's a good. It's a good way to live. You die on top. <laughs> you die on top. <laughs> but anyway, I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, Beyblade obviously did not have, or Bakugan probably probably Bakugan for that matter did not have like the strategic caliber that Yu Gi Oh is known for. Like, I'm I'm honestly really surprised that they still come up with new ideas and new sets like once a quarter of a year. It's crazy, or every quarter of a year, I should say. Like. How do you do that for for so long? Create new mechanics. It's kind of insane. Uh, you, you, for Yu-Gi-Oh, that is. But anyway, uh, Bakugan, apparently, it, like I said, it was like a tabletop game with like little orb toys that become a little creature. And then it had its own uh, trading card game as well. And there have been video games that supported the product over the years. But I feel like the last one that came out was probably like on PS2 or PS3, something like that. So it's been a long time. And uh, they just showed a new one that they're bringing a Switch. And it kind of looks like shit. Go figure. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, oh, no. Okay. So at the time, uh, I have a little, I, I took a screenshot of it because I feel like this is probably like the worst rated um, Nintendo Direct or like presentation in a long time. And so within the first 10 hours, it had 95.8 thousand views, which is great and all, but it also had 1.7 thousand likes. But 4,000 dislikes within the first 10 hours. So definitely outweighed it. So I kind of want to check right now where it's at because, yeah, people are, like, super disappointed in it, unfortunately. And I I watched a decent amount of the presentation, and it did look quite overwhelming, unfortunately. I was like, wow. Oh, they, they still have it up. I'm actually surprised. I thought they would take it down. So, yeah, at this point, it has 2.6 thousand likes. And seven thousand dislikes. Seven thousand so more than triple apparently at this point. Damn, bummer. Triple the amount. So that's kind of sad. It, it, and it's pretty underwhelming gameplay. Like, so you have like these cool monsters that are popping up. They're like gigantic, and seemingly from the gameplay, all you do is pick up little discs that are on the ground, and then you throw them at your Bakugan, and then you can choose whether to let out one big attack or if you want, you can do smaller ones, and that's a about it that's about it it looked like like a poor uh-oh 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 hello hello oh no oh no oh no hello Hello? something having a beater Uh uh-oh there you are Okay. Peter, can you hear us? <laughs> yes, now I can. God dang COVID. Yep. It's killing. <laughs> you can cut this part. God dang it. But you won't remember well, to do this again. The fun part about quarantine. I will not remember to do. No. But as long as we roll with it, it's not too big of a deal. It just kind of sucks that it happens. But it's freaking quarantine. It, it looks like the connection drops terribly. Whatever. It's happening to everybody. But, but anyway, it's fine. Exactly. Matter of fact, just it, cut the whole box really thing. None of us give a shit. we got dislikes because you brought it up (laughs) right exactly i just thought it was kind of sad how badly nintendo got rated on that one but oh well it is what it is anyway (laughs) okay i don't mean okay what did you guys have for the week well okay time out can we timestamp this where are we at we're at uh about 59 minutes and 13 seconds aj do not forget to cut this but we need to hurry the hell up not because i need to get ready jump in but 
I all of a sudden I really need to take a shit. Me too. I've had you from the game. All right. Yeah. So are we going straight to <laughs> Fight Club? Fighting you better not forget to cut that, AJ. Nah, we're Swear to God. It. Keep it, AJ, for the love of God. Keep it. I don't know why you try to keep it a secret. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So it's bad. Cool. Go ahead. We all have to poo. <laughs> I think we should do our plugs and then I guess go into Fight Club, right? Yeah, let's, let's do go. it. All right, then we'll... <laughs> I'll, I'll plug myself in the meantime. There you go. Go ahead. Stop any leakage. That was, that was <laughs> oh, a joke. That's, that's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you meant by plugging? Great. Yes. Okay. That's gross. Do the bear thing and just eat a lot of moss. You'll be fine. <laughs> like some nice natural corkage. <laughs> anyway, if you... If you want to suggest any topics or movies or games or comics for us to read, whatever, uh, anime for that, that matter also, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram with at SDGeekPod, or you can even email us. That's SDGeekPod at gmail.com. If you could take the time to subscribe or follow us on any um, podcasting app that you happen to be listening to us on, you can find us primarily on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Podcast Addict, really wherever podcasts are found. We're actually quite accessible, I've noticed, over the past like year. Anytime I Google us, you can kind of find us on multiple sites that I didn't even originally sign us up to be hosted on with the RSS oh. feed. So it's kind of cool. I guess 86 episodes in now, the world notices us slightly. Slightly, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, just slightly. So we're a minor blip in the greater, in the greater universe. Um, but anyway, yeah, let us know what you guys want us to talk about. That would be really fun to be able to get some suggestiones from you. Please do. Um, I was going to say, yeah, dude, like we don't really cover enough actual like review games or shows that much or movies well movies primarily so if there's something you would like us to talk about more so let us know it'd be fun to kind of do for a week but anyway without further ado uh per peter's suggestion which i actually liked a lot we talked about or we watched fight club this week and it was a really fun revisit because i forgot a lot of it and i didn't realize i had i watched that movie religiously once upon a time oh really yeah uh, that you, movie probably shaped a lot of my outlook for better or worse. I think it shaped a lot of what I think about the the world at large, particularly media and advertising. Hmm. Well, it certainly makes one skeptical of like the whole consumerism lifestyle, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that that's just one angle of the, of the overall film anyway. Um, yeah, I would, I would, so you kind of have to watch this movie religiously to be able to catch all the, the different sneaks in there and undertones that they throw in the, the little, I guess, if you will, like the little splices and um, one frame edits that are in the, there or in the film every now and then mm -hmm. it's pretty fun to see. It's pretty, what do you fun mean by experience. one frame? I edits. actually forgot about that. Like where you see like Brad Pitt in there every once in a while. Okay. I thought I was tripping. It's very quick, right? It happens very early very in the movie, quick. about three times, yeah. Okay, I thought I was watching a effed up version because I was watching it <laughs> online, and I was like, what am I watching? What's going on? <laughs> nope, that's very yeah, much you're just in love with Brad Pitt. <laughs> How young were those guys? Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. That was like prime, prime Pitt. He was like oh, mad for, I mean, some may argue he's still prime pit uh, after watching yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's he's golden years, years pit, and he's still he's still prime. <laughs> prime cut, uh, prime pit. Another mm. example is because he's in his fifties, and to be in that great of shape, Jesus Christ! But I mean, hey, if you get paid the big bucks for it, why exactly. not? Exactly. 
You get paid to be gorgeous. Yeah, like a, what a once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, I mean, hey, changing an antenna, it's hard work. Sometimes you got to <laughs> take your shirt off. You got to let the steam out every once in a while. <laughs> but anyway, we typically for for newer movies, we uh, we start off with no spoilers, and then we get into spoilers from there. But, I mean, this is a fairly old film at this point. When did this movie come out? Like in 98, 2000? Something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, late late 90s. Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, I got to say, for watching the stream, I actually used HBO Max to watch this film. And 1999, there you go. Oh, wow. Um, but the cinematography is it holds up super well, and the HD part of it looks really good also. Like, it looks spectacular, I feel. The cinematography is really strong in this film. Like, like I, earlier we were talking about like muted colors. <coughs> Pardon me, I'm dying. Um, you can just see things going really well for the for how it was shot, and it holds up super well today. Good to hear. I actually didn't rewatch it, just because oh, I, seen it. I pretty oh, much really? have it memorized. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, it was nice to see. I really appreciated that. I mean, well, I mean, tonality wise. It holds up super well also. There might be little things here and there that kind of were popular of the era, but for the most part, it's very much like a prod, just a great adaptation of a book that is just super well done. I imagine if we read the book, we'd probably appreciate it possibly more, but I feel like they got the tone super well. So are we doing just full spoilers? Sure, why not? not. If you so. haven't watched okay. this very old film, 21-year-old so, film, go watch it real quick and come back. Peter, AJ, I... Obviously, I haven't seen this movie as many times as you guys have. Are mm-hmm. there subtle hints that the guy's just crazy? Absolutely, throughout the entire yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. like that Brad Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, Brad Pitt is just a fragment of his imagination. Well, those glimpses are are that, that he sees of Brad Pitt are definitely some. Um, there are some verbal cues throughout the movie mm-hmm. as well that I told myself I would I would know and remember, but I do not recall specifically what they are. Do you, Peter? Anything stand out to you? Uh, not it's it's all it's all real subtle stuff. It's uh um yeah. uh, what the heck's her name? Uh Helena Baham Carter's character, like the way she interacts yeah. with with the narrator. You never get his name. He's just the the narrator, uh Edward Norton's character that is, and how he and how he talks about her and how she she interacts with Brad Pitt versus himself. Like it's there's it's very subtle, but it's there. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. There. It, it is at times only seemingly heavy-handed hints, but only after knowing the ending. By oh, that point. there's like, one other. Already know. There's one other very strong hint. It's the part where he's beating himself up in front of his boss, and mm. he he comments to himself. It's somehow for for some reason I was reminded of my fight with Tyler, my first fight with Tyler. There you go. Uh, right there you go. That's a huge one. Yes. Oh. Very good point. Shit. Right where he's beating himself up at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, but it is kind of fun to see like the, <laughs> well, fun, I guess, in a degree. It's intriguing to watch this guy's just slow descent into madness. And essentially just, uh, again, know, in, the, in the beginning Motherfuck of the film. crazy from the start. Yeah, he's he just crazy. didn't know <laughs> out there. That's true. That's true. He's definitely a sociopath to a degree. <laughs> yeah, not the most best moral decisions, I guess you could say. But um I don't know how, like, it, again, as we talked about earlier, you get, like, actual glimmers, like, glim- quick glimpses of Tyler Durden 
the, the character and then all of a sudden he's just in there like he's just part of the movie now as like a full-on full-fledged character after that and it's kind of cool to see how things develop like i don't know for the narrator it's interesting because i'd actually never noticed until this past viewing that they that yeah like you said peter they never actually state his name once like because just he, the narrator he, throughout the beginning yeah he just kind of goes by all these different types of um uh aliases if you will Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh God, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, the the whole twist to the movie was pretty fresh and new at the time. It's a trope mm. that's kind of been done. It's a an lot. M. Night Shyamala ending when I finished the movie, I was like, Oh, was this directed by M. Night Shyamala? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It's, it it was does great. Well, it was it so works. great. Yeah. yeah. It blew my mind. I was like, Oh, what? He's crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. himself. <laughs> so the, the the story of the movie did not get spoiled for you like years ago, John. No, I whenever somebody talked about would talk about Fight Club, I'd probably just zone out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> fair enough. I fair had enough. no idea he was crazy. I thought those two were just the main characters. I see. Okay, that's the cool. Story. Story. It's cool. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm glad to hear that after all these years it never got spoiled for you. That's cool. I want to say, and I could be wrong, but I, 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 the first time I watched this movie was probably like in the early 2000s or so. And because um, I definitely didn't watch it when it came to theaters. Um, but I think it was spoiled for me at one point. I want to say so. But then again, it, I, again, it's been so long since I've seen it for the first time. But I want to say, yeah, someone, some jerk probably like spoiled it in front of me, which sucks. But whatever is what it is. But um, let's talk about the movie, I guess. Like, Peter, what made you want to suggest this film? Um, it's one of my favorites. It's one of my all-time Watch favorites. It. And I think, like... yeah, uh, I specifically held off on it for a while because I didn't want to jam it down your throat since I kind of... I, I think it's relevant, though, however. I, Absolutely. To this day. Th- there is a criticism that I... I'll, I'm, I'm going to... since it's. Since I have an almost an encyclopedic knowledge of this film, I'm trying. I'm trying not to hog the the. I'm, I'm more interested in what you guys think. Um, but I will say that one 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 of the biggest criticisms I have of the movie is that, although it's criticizing like what masculinity is in in media and advertising, it also plays into that same trope by having Brad Pitt the star, and being so <laughs> yeah. gorgeous and fit, and so it's right kind of, it's, it's a bit hypocritical in that sense. Hmm. Um, but otherwise True. I think, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a great movie to, to help open people's eyes to some of the prob- problems that, that these, that men, okay. Maybe I shouldn't phrase it that way. Like, oh yes, men have it so hard. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, but, but it is, but it is an issue that, that, that is in our world today, like with media and advertising and how you're, it, women suffer from it too of course like you kind of compare yourself to to what to what you see in like models and whatnot you kind of you kind of obsess over the material possessions you that you have because you think it's what make you who you are it's what gives you value but really it's all just a ploy by by companies to 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 make profits hell yeah yeah uh, no absolutely i mean if anything i think it's really cool that a movie like this with a story like this obviously again it was adapted from a book so even so even more so than for a book to have been written and exist 
existed at the time that it was published and all that pre Instagram and all that is pretty cool to see like, yo, like, I mean, obviously body image issues have, has been it's, a thing for, it's been an probably issue for generations decades. upon yep. generations. Mm-hmm. Upon. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, just to see that, it, I'm, like you said, Peter, it's extremely relevant today, the issues that it talks about. I mean, one, taking your belongings and consumerism way too seriously to the point of where, you know, it was, again, it was a little heavy handed, but at the same time, it kind of just let you in on what this character's life is, which is just consumed of stuff. And that's what yeah. mattered to him the most was ha- like having the most trendy stuff he saw at, at Ikea and trying to see what represents him as a person by buying by buying like silverware and also glassware that was made from uh from a a tribe people from wherever you know it's like whatever made him feel more connected to the world and felt like best represented him was something that anyone could just buy at any old store you know it was kind of crazy and like at the one point when he gets called by the fbi or, or a detective whatever and he's like that apartment was my life it's kind of sad but it's he just had no other way to really connect to the world. And so when he goes and does like the terrible, morally terrible thing of Awful like going things. to support groups where he does not apply to, to what that support group supports, it's kind of terrible. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it just goes to show how disconnected sometimes people can be mm-hmm. and how inconsiderate other people can, uh, can be of not only of themselves, but of the people around them. I don't know. It's, kind of, it's a deep film. It's a deep story, deep mm-hmm. book. I don't know. I have liked you, it a lot. And you guys and haven't read the book, it. right? I have not. What was that? You I guys haven't read the book. Damn it. No, no, no. Okay, to answer your question real quick, I haven't. <laughs> I believe AJ has not. And yes, Meatloaf is um, no. uh, Robert. Rob. Bob? The, the... Robert Paulson. Yeah. Yep. Robert Paulson. Robert, Robert Paulson. Paulson. Another fun cameo that you probably don't Ooh. didn't notice was, um, you know, the blonde guy? The, yeah. the, the one mm-hmm. that gets his ass beat? That... Um, God, why am I trying to blank on his name? It's still so. It was early. the early design of Joker for Suicide <laughs> Squad? You're, you're close. That's actually it's the same. It's the same guy. What the hell's his name? Jared Leto. Jared yes. Leto. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Didn't know that. Absolutely. Yep, he's Is the he motherfucker that gets you his didn't ass. Didn't know beat. that. Was that before he was like super big and whatnot? I think it might have been. Right. It, yeah. Right. I think it might have been after. Actually, when, when did Requiem for a Dream come out? Was that? around the same time actually i want to say requiem for a dream if i'm not mistaken was like 2001 2002, that actually sounds like that. Yeah, that sounds right so it means so i so guess yeah before. like right before right but unfortunately though i mean at the time i'm sure the line was something really i've been using the word prolific a lot this episode so i'll just say it was a line that stood out well you, you use essentially in most which, episodes so whatever change it up a true, little bit. true there you go nice exactly so I would say that the line, I wanted to destroy something beautiful when he beat the shit out of Jared Leto's character, the blonde guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- thought that line was really cheesy hearing that now, but at the time, I'm sure in the nine in the late nineties, the early two thousands, it was really like, wow, it's such a strong worded line. But then again, the movie kind of, whenever the narrator is speaking as the narrator, it is quite poetic. And you could tell that it was from, and like a well-established author at that point. I mean, Kurt Vonnegut, I believe is the original author yep. and he is known for great works, which is cool. And I, and I kind of liked the poetry of the film or of, of the narration. It was really nice. It flowed really well. And I feel like for the most part, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt nailed their lines throughout the film. But I felt like that was a little bit, a little, it was, it was a little off for me just to nitpick, um, especially because whatever, 
Peter, what, what, or, or for both of you, what is your interpretation of him saying he wanted to destroy something beautiful? I think it's a, it's a, it symbolizes his inner struggle. Not struggle. It, it, I think it it symbolizes his suppressed rage. Like he's he's clearly angry about himself and about mm. uh, several others. Like the whole um, project mayhem is him kind of taking down the system, or his way in his own way. And so I think mm-hmm. destroying something beautiful is partly his frustrations with himself, and also oh. just his um, a foreshadowing for Project Mayhem as as a whole. He wants to destroy okay. something beautiful. Okay, I feel that. So that was like one small step in that direction. I think it's just a, a hint at what's really going on with the character. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'll, how about you, John? I mean, I, I think he knows how beautiful society is to most people, and that's what he wants mm-hmm. to do: destroy it, destroy all the buildings, <laughs> <laughs> destroy your city, destroy your beautiful city. I mean, right? And boy, does he! But uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, again, I feel like maybe the the line doesn't land quite as well today but i mean even still i agree solid film. i think at the time i was like dude that's so I, there's this i recently i recently started getting into reddit and there's one called i'm 14 and this is deep and that's kind of what that feels <laughs> like it's sure <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great call yeah i would mm-hmm. say so you should post that one in the subreddit you'd probably probably get some likes for it <laughs> <laughs> i would not doubt if it, if it doesn't already exist in there but that's actually really cool I, I i have to look at that subreddit it's gonna ruin my childhood but whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm in <laughs> but anyway no i mean though for the most part i thought it was really well acted too i like brad pitt i think his chops have only gotten better since that movie though i will, will say that but i mean he's still great in the movie though i i liked him a lot i'm sorry i blanked who are we talking about brad pitt brad pitt oh, yeah i just i i was just saying that i think his acting or is, has just improved since that movie. But even still, he was really good in it, though. Like, not not to knock him, but I do feel like I've seen him do better work since Fight Club. Yeah. That's just my This was one of his breakout roles, I think. I think his first movie was Thelma and Louise, and then this was kind of the one that put him in on the map in a big way, if I'm remembering right. I could see that. Yeah. Sure. I, I it, It's actually funny, because obviously we were talking about like how fit he is in this film, and I think... I mean, I've heard it from actually a couple comedians, but I, I, I'm trying to think of one that I remember specifically. It might have been either, was it Paul Rudd? I forget. I forget. But someone was just saying like, they're, oh, no, no, no. It was Zach Braff. I'm sorry. It was That's Zach what Braff. I thought you were talking and, about. The podcast, right? Yeah. and he, uh, Yeah, yeah. Where he was pretty much saying like, I, I've heard him say like when he went, as an older man now, because he's like in his 40s and all, he, he when he first started with his trainer, that was his reference. He was like, Brad Pitt and Fight Club. That's my goal. That's my goal. And then his trainer was like, well, it, you're not going to get there, but we'll try to get you there, essentially. <laughs> but, I mean, dude, I saw a shirtless picture of Zach Braff recently. He looks good. He He's looks been good. working Maybe out, yeah. That was, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, nice. <laughs> it was Zach Braff. But, yeah, anyway, that is, like, the pinnacle of, like, men – or, I'm sorry, male beauty, I guess. At that point, say, I can see it, film. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, granted, he's not like the biggest guy in the world, but for him to be like a slim and shorter build, I mean, obviously, super buff dude. Um, Peter, I liked a point that you made earlier where it was kind of like 
it talks about, you know, how can I say this? Like, like, you know, self-image and stuff like that. And what you see in advertising shouldn't reflect how you feel like you should look in real life and stuff. Toxic and such, masculinity you know? like the and men's, Yeah. Right. The, the men's uh, Calvin Klein underwear, like advertisements you see in the movie that they make fun of. Yeah. And stuff like that. And yet they had Brad Pitt play that role but at the same time it he does fit that role so well since he is essentially the embodiment of what the narrator wanted to be how he wanted to act how he wanted to dress you know so it is kind of it, it makes perfect sense as to why he has that role why he was given from a that narrative role, perspective at same time, in that yeah. sense yes i agree but i just think tonally it kind of clashes with the, the main it's with its own message sure yeah that's actually a really good point, which may have been, I mean, it, I, again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how Kurt Vonnegut described the Tyler character, but I imagine he probably gushed about how handsome he is as well to a degree anyway in the story. So I guess it, maybe even though, yes, there is a clashing going on, there's a, a contradicting, if you will. But at the same time, I think it also just adds to the, the, to the further message to where, I mean, it, they don't make it very self-aware in this movie, though. Like, it honestly doesn't know. bother me that much because I don't have a very many criticisms of this movie, but it's just something that I notice every time. It's, it's sure. a small thing that kind of bugs me a little bit. Understood. Understood. Um, for sure. Well, what else do you guys want to talk about with this film? We've got a little bit of time left, I think. Well, yeah. John needs to poo. So does Peter. <laughs> so does AJ. Great. But I do want to mention, because um, we haven't really Please. talked about Helena Baham Carter's like character and her, her oh. whole role in this, because the whole plot kind of launches with, with, with her. her. Yeah. That's when things get going. Please enlighten us. I was more curious to see what you guys thought first. She's a crazy druggie. Right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Who's okay with this uh, guy being crazy. Right. I mean, I feel like she was only, she was like, well, yeah, granted, yes, she was a crazy druggie, unfortunately, and she she obviously had a terrible childhood. Um, But at the same time, she was like his only grasp on reality left, I feel. It, it, even if he didn't really realize that when, when everything was going down, at the same time, she was the only one that was like kind of the clues to his duality, if you will, which I thought was really interesting coming from her. You pretty much put it in... In the best way that I could think, she was his last tie well, like, to, to reality, pretty much. Yeah. Right, because he was All already going down that where... path of insanity. But and then she kind of mixes things up, and she's she's almost like for for, for Tyler Durden's character, she's almost like the the enemy. Like she's the one that can kind mm -hmm. of keep the narrator uh, or distract him from from the from his goal which is project mayhem yes yes because she's the only person that actually grows to care about him like mm -hmm. she's his only human connection that he ends up finding outside of the support groups that i i, I don't know it, i would almost love to see and i don't think it's necessary but i would almost love to see a whole other film based or maybe like a short film from her perspective of going through something like this because I feel like the ending, her last line in the film, or and I'm sorry, it's not her last line, but it's when she gets in the bus and he sends her away, like, you need to get out of here. And she's like, you're the worst thing that ever happened to me, Tyler. Mm -hmm. And I love that line because it breaks my heart so much to feel like that's the role he ended up playing for her, mm -hmm. which is something just like, the, again, something so terrible. Mm -hmm. I would have, but I felt like even though it does kind of hint 
towards I, I, you have to think about it. It, it the the movie doesn't spell it out 100% for you how probably psychologically damaging he was to her unintentionally speaking he didn't realize that he was being two ways with her the entire time and so i would like to see how that affected her throughout the course of the film because i feel like she says it but it's not 100% justified because you don't get to see exactly what she went through from her perspective you i was like see that sorry to repeat you myself do in in a lot of ways like yeah. The Tyler Durden character is the one who kind of brings her into the story later on anyway, like halfway through. And mm-hmm. you just, if you're paying attention, you can, you can see that story just based on her interactions with Tyler and her interactions with the narrator. Like there's a, there's a back and forth. There's like a dysfunctional relationship thing. Like she, uh, there's the scene where she, he basically uh, kicks her out of the house. Uh, the narrator that is, um, after having sex with Tyler, like all morning or, or what have you. And mm-hmm. she's trying to be like, nice. I forget exactly what happens. I think she like asks if she, he wants to have coffee or breakfast or whatever. And she's just, she's just like, you need to get out. And so yeah, it's my house. That, yeah. And that is her story. Like the duality of dealing with this person with a split personality where, where another, she probably, she probably, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm drawing a blank. She probably suspects it that he has a, a dual personality, oh, but she. But yeah. I think you get those hints. But yeah. the narrator certainly sure. doesn't, and so it's that that is her journey is just dealing with mm-hmm. with that, and that must be infuriating. For the one moment, oh, absolutely, he's he's charming and funny and witty, and they're fucking all day, and the next <laughs> moment he's a total asshole and is kicking her out of the house. Like it's, it's right, right there, right, yeah. right. It, it is. It's a tragic story for her because, yeah, like you said. I, I, I don't know to have to deal with that, but also at the same time, she's unfortunately the character is so damaged that it's also like probably the closest thing to maybe a love that she felt ever or if in a long time, something like that. So she was willing to put up with it for a while and she even tried to bring it out of him like, no, we need to talk. We need to talk about this. Like, and I feel like that's definitely what she was talking about when she meant that. Because, like you said, he's in, he's out, he's hot and he's cold. You know what I mean? He's funny, he's witty. The sex is great, but also he wants me out of the house as soon as all of a sudden it's morning again or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. it's awful. (laughs) Yeah. So again, I I do definitely see that there, it does reveal at times how bad it is. I would just like to see a little bit more behind it, but even still, it was good. It was cool. I like that she came back at the end and seemingly she cared about him all over again, but I don't know. And they sort of have a happy ending. How does he not die? That part kind of bothers me too because it doesn't make any real sense but i mean i think excuse me i think it's more so the idea that he was Mm. willing to kill himself that ultimately killed tyler durden i think it's more so his willingness to to end his own life and accidentally not doing it um just by pure chance (laughs) um yeah is what ultimately killed tyler durden was just that act of self-sacrifice Okay. Yeah, I, I like that because it was weird. Like that that final line Brad Pitt has where it's like, what's that smell? And then all of a sudden he drifts away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you know exactly what he's referring to? Is he talking about like the smell of like the bullet or something like that? Or like the gunpowder? That's, that's, the bullet. that's what I've always exactly. assumed. Was just the, the yeah. smoke is even okay. coming out of his mouth from the... Oh, he was smoking a cigarette though. So, you know, what? I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. 
you're fine but um yeah that was it's a hell of a ride do they die at the end or is their building falling also no remember because that's the building that he diffused the bomb at the at the basement earlier yes okay thank you so much for clarifying that because like right before the credits roll all of a sudden it shows like lines go down and it kind of looked similar to the other buildings in the background falling so i was like oh shit is that like just bad special effects to where it's supposed to look like they're about to fall or i I couldn't tell Mm. so thank you for clarifying that nice you are correct um that's right you wouldn't want to pull that green one oh man it's crazy um all right so should we wrap it up then we can always revisit revisit this film again in the future if ever we wanted to have like a housekeeping episode where we just talk further on things that we didn't get to expand upon very much but i mean this movie was great i appreciate you suggesting it peter super good choice it was yeah. fun to revisit. Peter the movie guy. <laughs> Peter's seal. It's so movie. there you go. I couldn't see your thumb. Yeah, I was trying to find the right. Yeah. <laughs> it was stuck in the Millennium Falcon ceiling. <laughs> I honestly, it's really weird of me, but I always wanted to know what those like. I always figured they were like cushions or something. The the uh, the hallway you have in the background of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I always wondered if they were cushions or not. I couldn't tell as a little kid. Pretty sure just, they're I, not. I, I, I don't think they are. Now. Pretty sure As a child, plating. I thought, oh, if they're in space and it gets rocky, and if they're in the hallway, they're going to fall over. So they want to fall in cushions. I don't know. Just a very AJ, I got a shit really bad. I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Well, I'm going to suggest my thing real quick before we go. Peter might have to take a shit, and God bless him. <laughs> but um, let's see here. So a movie I wanted to watch because it actually had 100% Rotten Tomatoes for a good little while. It came out just this past week is Relic starring Emily Mortimer. Um, it's a thriller sort of film. I watched the trailer and wasn't very impressed, I'll admit. But considering that it's maintained, all, apparently now I just checked, it's at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is still nothing to scoff at. So I kind of want to watch it. Emily Mortimer does good work. I'm interested to see what this movie is. Hmm. It's so a horror film. I okay. would not mind. I would like to venture through this one. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. You guys cool with that? But and yeah, it's a short yeah. one. It's only an hour and a half. There you go. Something easily cool. digestible then. Cool. All right, then. Well, we're going to go poo. Have a great one. Thanks so much for listening. Again, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what we should talk about in the very near future. Email us, stgeekpod at gmail.com. Pete has got to go poo. Bye. By the way, AJ, that poop, I'm glad I took it. <laughs> I'm glad you're glad you took it. Oh probably necessary you know when you just feel better about your day (laughs) that was me this morning actually yeah i took two in that regard (laughs) so i I got to work about 20 minutes early (laughs) that's that's more that is (laughs) 19 minutes (laughs) 